Okay. Welcome back to Alicia's Playground. My name is Bree. And I'm Tori. And so in this episode, we kind of just decided to like interview each other for y'all, even though we know the answers to these questions, but y'all don't. And if I was a listener, I'd be like, I want to know this, this, and this. Like y'all mentioned these things like numerous times and I don't know the story. So. Oh, goodness. This is going to be bad. (laughs) Okay. So you want to go first, or do you want me to go first, or we do one, then the other, one, then the other? I think we need to do one, then the other, because unlike you, I don't write my questions down. I've never been able to write things down, so, yeah. Okay, so my first question to you is, what kind of magic do you practice? Oh, this is easy. I thought you were going to, like, make me tell all today. Oh, I am. I'm just starting off. Oh, shit. Okay. Testing the waters, that's all. So, the predominant magic that I practice is I follow very much traditional English Celtic magic. Um, So, if I don't remember who the person is, but it's based in England and um, not John Cabot. It's someone else, but... um, Basically, I don't have a set magic that I follow or I practice. I draw from everything except for I very, very, very much don't do hoodoo or voodoo. (laughs) Hey, put that finger down, miss. (laughs) You can't see it, but she's giving me the burden. It's not nice. No. And then when she said put it down, I brought it closer to the camera mm-hmm. and before Tori asked her question the reason she made that comment about not practicing hoodoo or voodoo is because I practice hoodoo and voodoo correct and I'm trying to learn more about my people's magic but it's really hard and I don't see myself going to Serbia anytime soon or the mountains of Serbia anytime soon so and the closest thing that is related to that kind of magic is hoodoo and voodoo so I practice hoodoo mainly in my rituals but I do draw um a bit from the new age stuff but not not really it's mainly it's mainly saints and stuff of the hoodoo persuasion Hmm. interesting so what do you have for me okay so i'm gonna hit it the hardest question first okay how do you okay trying to figure out how to phrase this for somebody who is with someone who absolutely does not believe in magic or anything of this sort what would you say to them well for the audience and the people listening at home (laughs) i am dating someone and he strongly does not believe in any of this witchiness. He does not believe in ghosts. He does not believe in ghouls. 
blah, blah, blah. Um, but to give him some credit, he is extremely open to everything. Um, for instance, when Aya came out of the witch closet to him, the broom closet, he was like, okay, <laughs> as long as you don't do any craziness or bring any bad juju into the house, I guess I'm fine. And I was like, okay. And now we're living together. And um, a friend of mine wanted me to do a tarot card reading for her while he was home. And I did. And he was joking and laughing about it, you know, poking fun. And I was like, well, do you want me to read you? And he was like, yeah, sure. So I gave him a reading. And he was like, yeah, well, you could talk about how this related to anyone. And I was like, okay, baby, whatever you whatever you say. You know, I'm not mad. I know you don't believe in this stuff, but whatever. But the funny thing about it is I pulled a card. I pulled, I even gave myself a rating. Each one of us had the same card, right? I think it was the queen. Mm-hmm. The empress. But, mm-hmm, the empress. But I had it, um, I think my friend had it upside down and Brian and I had it right side up. Okay. And so, but the thing is, is what really freaked him out. He was like, well, that's a little bit of coincidence. And I was like, yeah. Um, we were listening to records that night and he pulled out a record from my record collection and on the cover on the back of it had the queen or the empress on the, you know, on the cover of the record Hmm. and that freaked him out. (laughs) I think that was too many coincidences for him. Right. And then also not that long ago, right at Christmas time. Yule for us, but both of our family celebrate Christmas, including him. Um, we were staying at my family's house. And my family's house is known for being haunted. As Tori knows. Yes, it, it definitely is. Um, and I'm sure you'll get to this question in a minute about one of my spirit guides. Um... She uh, she made herself known in the middle of the night by making a ruckus in my room. I woke up, but I knew it was her, so I didn't even question it, you know. But Brian heard it, and Brian freaked out. And he turned the lights on, he got up, he was looking, and he couldn't find anything. And you could tell, like, on his face, like, he was like... What was that? But he just, you know, rationalized it and all that stuff, you know, because that's what he does. He just rationalizes things. I don't, I wouldn't say that you need to slowly make them a believer, but they'll see things. Mm. And they might try to rationalize it. They may, they may say, oh, that, that, that can't be possible because of this, this, and this. And, I, and you just have to like, be like, okay, baby, whatever you say, I'm not mad at you. But you can't force your, you know, your religion, your faith onto them. Like, you wouldn't want them to press their religion and their faith on you. So you have to respect each other. 
and just be open about it. Like, I, I mean, I tell him what I do. He sees the symbols on our walls, you know, like, <laughs> he's not blind to it. He just knows that this is what I do and this is what I do to make myself feel safe and I protect him and I with it. And he doesn't, he doesn't bat an eye. He might, you know, throw a joke here every once in a while. That's just who he is. But like I said, they're going to see things they didn't think they were going to see. And that's the funniest thing about it all. And that's what I always get a kick out of. I always text Tori when something happens. Like, you can't believe this. She does. And it's super funny because every time she tells me, I'm like, yep, I knew that was going to happen. Okay. So off my soapbox. Are you in or are you out of the broom closet? That's a tricky question for me. Um, because... I am openly, God, I feel like I'm about to say I'm openly gay. I'm not, but I'm openly witchy and Mm -hmm. like the girls at work, um, a lot of them know that I'm a witch. Um, when it comes to family though, my, my dad is the only one that really truly knows that I would, like I came out and told it to him only because, well, we'll get to that later (laughs) no just say it okay um that's a whole long story but basically my dad is the one that told me I was a witch when I was 17 years old so um he's always known my mom on the other hand like she I feel like she knows and she understands she doesn't really understand it but she knows but she doesn't ask questions about it so she it's just like whatever and my grandparents absolutely don't know, and if they did, my nana would look at me like I'm batshit crazy and be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> but I mean, there's one of my really good good friends that she knows I was playing around with my tarot cards, and she basically told me that they were gifts from the devil, and so she is adamantly against any of it but we are still very very good friends she just doesn't know the whole aspect of it yeah yeah and i mean yeah whatever okay (laughs) next question next question is how how do you know when a place is inherently bad for you Can I give an example? (laughs) Yes, please. Okay, so at the beginning of, well, mine was a little bit after Tori's um, spiritual journey. We found this store, and I could go into the store. Um, I could not go into a part of the store. Tori believes it was the power of the of the room. But it wasn't the power of the room for me. Um, it wasn't that I was scared. It was like I physically could not go in. Right. Like, picture, like, trying to go through, like, a brick wall. That is what, like, I guess my spirit guides put up for me or, like, my mind puts up for me when I think something is bad. Can't go in. And, like... A couple, like a month or so ago, Tori and I were going on 
graveyard hopping, we went to this graveyard that had a uh, a wooden building in it. Um, I told her to not go in. <laughs> I obviously did not listen. Um, I was like, you don't want to go in. And it was the same, like, concrete stone wall that was keeping me from going in this place. Because I was like, nope, nothing good's in there. I, I just... I get this gut feeling and like no flashes in my mind for me at least. Mm-hmm. Why don't I'm you blind. just tell him that whole story? Which one? About the building. We were talking about the same one. The one that had the horse. Yeah. Okay. So Tori and I, like I said, we were going graveyard hopping. And we happened upon this one. It was a very, very small graveyard. It actually did have a horse mausoleum on it mm-hmm. um and there's this like long wooden building on there that's on like you know basically like concrete cinder blocks because that's how old it is yeah that's how old it is um Tori's like I gotta go in there and I'm like no you're not like I told her flat out I was like if you go in there something bad is going to happen yeah, and she was literally standing next to me, and at the front of the building, there's there's a door, and it's completely, like, sealed. You can't get in there. And then and around the back is an open doorway. An, yeah, and I looked in there. I even touched the dirt, like, right on the um, step to go inside. And I looked. There were different sections to the building that you could see all the way through, and, like, in the section we were the furthest away with, I looked in, I looked at Tori, and I said, Tori, there's something in that back room there. You do not need to go in. Right. And what do I do? I decide to... By the way, there was no steps. But, um... I literally, I was like, no, I'm I'm, I'm a go. So I put my, my knee up on the floorboard to push myself up. And as soon as I did this, a huge black figure peeked out from the doorway essentially the one in the back that you can't get to and by the way I had a flashlight on my phone going because it was during the daytime and not even my flashlight could touch the darkness in this room yeah it 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 couldn't I I saw that then I looked away and then I just heard Tori scream run yeah I literally I was frozen in fear and I just I saw it and then I was like run run to the car now and as soon as I was able to unfreeze myself I ran and And that's not even the scariest thing we faced that day but (laughs) no actually I haven't told you this because I just realized it Mm -hmm. um that night that you felt the elemental that wasn't the night I felt the elemental the elemental was in that building and that's when I failed Mm-hmm. Okay, so the night I felt the elemental was a different night. Okay. Yeah. But still, it would make sense. No, but it does make sense. Yeah. Okay. Um. Next question. Who is Aunt Madeline? Okay. Um, we're not going to cry on this episode, but... No, we're not. Okay, so Aunt Madeline is... Well, was an actual person 
she was my great great aunt who I got the pleasure of knowing um up until 2012 and um me and her were very close on my on my mom's side of the family but we were really close and she passed on August 1st of 2012 and at the beginning of when we went to this first store um you know that's when it started happening that I was feeling presences and stuff like that so I literally I remember one night me and Brie were closing out our work and I'm like there's a woman with me and I can't really pinpoint who exactly it is and Brie was like she's family to you and I'm like if I showed you a picture of who I think it is would you be able to tell me it is and she's like uh maybe I haven't quite seen her but I I can try yeah so I literally I pulled up a picture of my aunt Mal and she was like yeah but a little bit younger she's never seen my aunt Mal in, in her life by the way um but aunt Madeline is one of my spirit guides and she protects me in every single way um that's where my Celtic roots stem from and I still have this bracelet that she gave me from years ago it's a celtic prayer bracelet and it's supposed to protect you and stuff like that but she the funny thing about her is when she was alive every time i went and visited her or talked to her or something she would always wink at me like she knew i was different from the rest of the family and i never understood why until after she had passed away and that's when it all made sense like she knew I was a witch even before I knew Mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's who Aunt Madeline is and she says hi hi Aunt Madeline I miss you all right so since we just talked about mine let's talk about yours who is our favorite loveliest person of all grandma okay so grandma is my family she is my Great, 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 great grandma. Yeah, something like that. Um, she lived in Serbia. She's from my dad's side of the family. Um, I swear she's been like my guardian angel my entire life. Like even before I knew I was a witch, like way before I always felt like someone was watching over me. And after I realized I was a witch, um, uh, someone told me it was her and then it all made sense because I knew it couldn't have been my grandma's side of the family because I just that just felt wrong you know in my heart and as I did some digging and some deep meditation and have her literally em- possess me <laughs> and me too Um, I know she's my spirit guide I know possession sounds scary but she only does it to make us see things and she is very near and dear to my heart even though I've never met her in real life 
And I understand the magic she has done in her life, even though magic she had done in her life is uh, quite scary, if I'm being honest with you. But she just doesn't want me to repeat the same mistakes she did in life. And so she's here to like help me on, on my journey and to protect me when I need protecting and to have me avoid go to Serbia and do a ritual that I want to do so bad. But she's she's like, nope, you can never do that, ma'am. Nope. Um, and like I said, I'm through through visions and through possession, um, I don't know how to do the magic she has done, but there are times when I've been deep in a ritual and I know I've said things that and done things I would never would have known before if it weren't for her. And so that's why she is very near and dear to me. And she is she is very kind and very sweet, but scary. Yeah, until you do something that she displeases of and then she'll slap you across the head. Yeah, she has physically slapped Tori and I on the back of the head multiple times. Yep. Um, Can we tell them that? Fairly recently, uh, when Tori and I were doing the graveyard thing. Are you going to tell them about the backseat of the car? Oh, gosh. Okay, so every time... Sorry, I'm plugging my computer and it's about to die. So every time Tori and I are together, and it's been very few and far between lately because of the distance that we live apart mm-hmm. but even when we were together all the time like the back seat of my car feels full it like, really does like you can feel people sitting in the back seat of my car like oh here these bitches go again <laughs> yep and the last time we were together i literally looked up and i'm like it feels like we're the parents and they're the kids sitting in the back seat <laughs> Yeah, and Tori got to experience my new spirit guide that just waltzed into my life for no reason. Yeah, she just is a ball of sunshine. She is. She's like, look at these girls. Look at what they're doing. Look at them. Go with them. Um, I just call her my little cheerleader because like, she really is. I mean, she protects me, too, whenever something's about to go down. But, like, for most of the time, she's just, like, watching me, making sure, you know, I feel empowered. But Grandma is a force to be reckoned with. And if I had known her in real life, I can only imagine. Yeah, I don't know how well that would have gone down. I don't know how that would have gone down (laughs) either, because I can tell we are too much alike. Oh, hell yeah. And the thing is, is um, I have seen her, but not f- fully, but Tori has. Mm-hmm. I have. And Tori was like, she looks like you, Brie. You look like her. But much, much older and a lot more sterner. Yeah. Like, it's the same curly hair. The same nose, evidently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I just, and trust me, I've thought other spirits were here to help me when they weren't, but Grandma is definitely 
definitely a force to be reckoned with in a good way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we want to um, go a little lighter on the questions now? Yes, please. Okay. What is your favorite scent? My favorite scent? Yes. It's really weird, and I don't know why I love the smell, but I recently found that I love, love, love the smell of jasmine. You're welcome. Why are you saying you're welcome? Wasn't I the one that suggested that for a candle? No. I think it was. Damn it. No. (laughs) Well, big shocker on what my favorite scent is. Pine. Yeah. (laughs) And like evergreen trees. You and trees. I fucking love trees, man. Unfortunately, this episode is already 24 minutes long, so we can't go into the tree story. But Yes, we can. It'll be a little longer. Are you sure? Because I don't want them to have to listen to, like, 45 minutes. Okay. It won't be 45 minutes. But basically, so I grew up on a Christmas tree farm. I love Christmas trees. I love the smell of trees. Um, I have a tree tattooed on my arm. Um... Yeah, I'm definitely an earth sign, even though I'm technically a Pisces, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely water and earth, and I just love trees, damn it. She does. She's <laughs> obsessive with trees. I am. I was definitely a hippie in a past life or something. We know Not what really. you were. Yeah, we know what we were, what I was, but that's also a story for another episode. Yes. Major different story. All right. Well, thank y'all for listening again. And this has been a witch's playground. And this has been a witch's playground. (laughs) Bye. Bye.